Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. So we've been in a series where we've been talking about vulnerability, which we call the first of the seven daily choices that will transform your relationships and optimize your leadership. And as we've been doing that, I've been trying to give you practical ways that you can go about practicing vulnerability. And today I want to talk about maybe what this looks like a little more um, in your own life and in your business, some practical steps, just three practical steps to bringing about change in your life from vulnerability to um, finding the transformational change you need and being able to achieve transformational change in your life that actually makes your life better and makes you stronger uh, because you make these choices. So three steps of vulnerability that are going to actually bring you to a place where your life improves, where your relationships improve, where your um, leadership gets optimized this way. The first is admit weakness. You know, we're not good at admitting weakness as, as human beings, especially leaders. Oftentimes we feel like we need to be strong, but the truth is even in strength, uh, when you think about a strong person, think about a champion, oftentimes you'll find that the stances we call stances of strength are actually stances of vulnerability. Uh, we teach this in martial arts as well. Um, when you stand, if you imagine yourself in that hero pose, you know, you've got your your feet both planted on the ground, shoulder width apart, and your hands on your hips. You're in that what we call hero pose. You look like Superman. You just landed and your cape's flying out behind you. Maybe as a kid, you've made that, taken on that position. When we take that stance, I want you to think about something. How much more vulnerable can you be? That, that stance that we see as a stance of strength is actually a stance of vulnerability. If someone wanted to attack you, that's the moment. Now, Superman was bulletproof, so when people would shoot him in that stance, the bullets would bounce off. But you're not. And yet, we still take on that stance and see that as, as strength, when in fact, that is a very vulnerable position, but it is also a position of strength. It is a position of confidence. It is a position that says, I'm sure of my ability to stand in this moment. And when we admit weakness, we need to recognize that admitting weakness is actually the first step to becoming a stronger leader. Admitting weakness is the first step to gaining influence with others. We gain influence with others when they realize that we realize we're not perfect and we have weakness. It's interesting, as I was reading this morning, I do reading in my Bible every morning, and as I was reading, there's a story about a leader from Aramea whose name was Naaman, and he had leprosy. And uh, his in his leprosy, he was a great warrior. Everybody loved him. The king loved him. But if you're a leper, you can't be around anybody. And he actually had a slave from Israel who'd heard about a prophet who might be able to help. And so uh, this slave told him 
that if he went to Israel, he could get help. And when he arrived in Israel, he showed up with all this money and with all these things to pay for his healing. And when uh, the when he came to Israel, he sends to the king of Israel and says, hey, I've come so that I can be healed and I've got all these gifts for you so that I can be healed. And the king's like, what can I do? And the king's servant then tells the king, hey, send him to Elisha the prophet. So then Naaman goes to the prophet and when he goes to Elisha, Elisha tells him, go dip in the Jordan seven times and you'll be clean. Notice where this all begins. Both Naaman and the king have to listen to servants to get their answers. And the reason so often leaders live with illness or sickness or something that continues to haunt them and create problems for them is they're not even willing to start by admitting weakness to the point that they're willing to find answers. They're willing to find solutions anywhere they can to the point that they're willing to accept solutions when they come their way, even when it's from somebody who they normally wouldn't listen to or or even need to hear from on a regular basis. And so the first step is being able to admit, I need help. Say it with me right now. I know those words are so hard for some of us, so let's just practice. I need help. Listen, you can't do anything on your own, and everybody knows you can't do it on your own. And admitting you have weakness and you need help is not actually weakness. It is vulnerability, but that vulnerability is the first step to strength. That willingness to say, I need help, is the first step to becoming stronger. Uh, alcoholics and, and uh, addicts will tell you this all day long. Those who have been healed in, in AA and NA, they'll tell you the first step is admitting you can't do this and trusting in something greater than yourself. You got to trust in something bigger than you because you're never going to be able to do this. I don't know how. I need help. Listen, leaders, especially business leaders, you've got to admit this to your team. I have weaknesses and I don't know how. I don't know how to solve this problem that we're facing. Then, number two, you've got to listen to input. Now, we've talked a lot about listening the last several weeks, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this. But again, uh, my favorite book, the Bible, says this in Proverbs 15, 22, Without consultation, plans are frustrated, but with many counselors, they succeed. There are just places where we need other people in our life who are smarter than us, maybe in just certain areas, to fill in the gaps where we have gaps. We, none of us, have everything we need to be uh, perfect and to achieve all the goals we have. We need help. Um, it reminded me, as I was thinking about this, of Art Laffer. You may or may not know who Art Laffer is. He's been credited as the guy who came up with trickle-down economics. Now, if you ask Art Laffer, he said, I hate that term, trickle-down economics. It's just economics. <laughs> the way economics works is, is money flows through the economy as people spend and people are paid, and then pe when people are paid, they spend again, and then that money goes to people who help create jobs, and those jobs that have been created then pay people so that they can spend money so that you can create jobs, and it's this cycle. It's not, it's not trickle-down. It's just economics. This is how economic works. The key to 
finding economics and making economics work on a national scale is you got to uh, reward people for doing things you want them to do. And you got to take rewards away from people who are doing things you don't want them to do. Um, I rem- he tells the story, Art Laffer tells the story. Um, it's on the Donald Miller podcast, and I don't remember what episode, but if you go to Story Brand Podcast, Trickle Down Economics, or Story Brand Podcast, par- podcast Art Laffer, uh, L-A-F-F-E-R. You'll be able to see this story. Uh, He tells his story of when he was working with Ronald Reagan, and Reagan was struggling over something. He was hearing all these voices in his head about these economic things, and he comes to Art, and he says, Art, help me out here. I'm trying to figure this out because all these people are telling me different things, and and help me understand why you think this is going to work the way you're doing it, it's going to make the economy better the way you're saying versus the way other people are saying. And Art says, what do you want people to do? What do you want people to do? Reward them for that. And Reagan went, oh, okay, got it. And went back into his meeting, was able to, and, and listen, you may be politically for or against Reagan. You may look back and see some of the things, you know, you may not love everything about him, but we have to admit the economy was good in the 80s. Things were growing in the 80s, and people had the opportunity of a lifetime in the 80s. And we saw growth by leaps and bounds in so many ways in the 80s. And Reagan and his economic policies were a part of that. And so, and his, but Reagan was not an economist. Reagan turned to Art Laffer to help him with wisdom of how to decide how to do things. In fact, what you need to know is Art Laffer was also a counselor in economic issues to Bill Clinton. So this isn't a political thing. Uh, Art Laffer felt like Clinton rewarded different things than Reagan, but they both rewarded people for doing the things they wanted them to do. And so that was part of Art's input. And he has been a counselor to Clinton, he's been a counselor to Reagan, and whatever your political views, the point is, the reason the economy improved during both of their administrations was because they were listening to counselors who were good counselors. They listened to what they were told, and they made adjustments based on what they were told. When you are trying to look at yourself and you're saying, I don't know how to do something as a business leader, as a, as a manager, as a team leader, you go to your team and you say, I don't know how to fix this problem. The next thing you need to do is you need to let your team give you input on how to fix it, on next steps. Let your team inform you on what you need to do. Let your team play a role in your life and make a difference for you to tell you what your next steps will be and listen to them. Listen to their input. You hired them for a reason. These are people you trust. These are people you put on your team. These are people who you have on your team because you know that they're going to make a difference in your life. But if you don't listen to the counselors in your life, then you're going to struggle as you move forward. In fact, um, if you really want to succeed in business and you want to succeed as a leader, you probably need to invite some people in your life whose sole purpose is to give you counsel where you need it. Um, I was listening to another podcast yesterday on the Kerry Newhoff Leadership Podcast, and uh, he had uh, Ryan, um, oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, I remember there was a wrestler by the same name. Anyways, uh, Hawk, Ryan Hawk, that's it. Uh, and he was uh, he was 
with Ryan Hawk, and Ryan Hawk is a guy who's grown his leadership influence very quickly over the last uh, several years, and he's grown in the leadership category, even to the point Kerry Newhoff was surprised of getting an interview with Jim Collins because Jim Collins just doesn't do a lot of interviews. And Ryan Hawk says, I have a team of leaders, my, my business management group. In other words, they're his board of board of management for his life and for his business that are not actually a board. They're just counselors he's put in his life to make things better, and he listens to them. He says, I learn from them, I grow from them, I listen to them all the time. And that's the key. We've got to be listening for help. And then number three, I'm going to make one more recommendation. Now, this is where vulnerability kind of rubber meets the road. Are you really willing to be vulnerable? Are you willing to go all the way to get to the point that your vulnerability can make a huge difference in your life? And here's how vulnerability really begins to transform your leadership and and optimize it for others. Are you willing to pay for change? Are you willing to pay for change? Are you willing to put your money where your mouth is? Dan Miller, who is a very successful coach who I listen to regularly and I follow, um, read several of his books. I'm listening to his podcast regularly. Um, I actually was in his membership group for a little bit during COVID. I've had to shut that down for to save some money. Uh, every little way I could save money, I've needed to do that. And as soon as I can, I will get back into his leadership group and his leadership membership group because Dan Miller is an amazing coach. He's teaching amazing things. But Dan Miller recommends that you take 5% of your income every year and you invest it in yourself. Invest it in personal growth for yourself. He says, at least start with 3%. If you can't start at 5% because of finances, et cetera, start with 3% of your income and invest that back in yourself. Be willing to pay for change. I'm going to give you a personal example here. In my business, one of the struggles is I'm a good teacher. I'm good at coaching. I'm good at teaching. I'm good at speaking. I'm good at leading people. I'm good at telling people, helping people see uh, new things and grow in their life. However, I'm not good at marketing. I'm a terrible marketer. I don't do very well at it. I've never done very well at it. And I need to constantly be having those skills built in me until I can pay somebody else to do it. As soon as I can pay somebody else to do my marketing, believe me, I will. But in the meantime, I was able to invest this year $275. Okay, now I don't make a lot of money right now. I'm making more every every day as we add coaching clients, as we add people into our lives, as we add other opportunities to teach and train people. But $275 was something I could afford. $275 a year. So think about that. That's not even $50 a month, okay? That's not even $50 a month. $50 a month is $600 a year, Right? So we're less than half of that. We're less than $25 a month for change to get into Business Made Simple University by Donald Miller. This is an opportunity for me to grow and learn how to do marketing by one of the best marketers in the business, one of the people who knows how to do this and understands how to do this in a way that actually helps businesses grow on a daily basis. 
Marketing Business Made Simple University has all kinds of opportunities for me already in place, and they're going to add to those opportunities as they grow. Now, I don't know if that $275 price tag is still there. That was an opening price tag, and it may have gone up since then, but it's still going to be less than $50 a month for me to grow in an area where I am weak. I'm not good at marketing. I'm not good at getting the sale. And it has a lot to do with mindset and learning how to change your mindset, but it also has to do with some practical, simple skills that I need to build in my life in order to do better at what I do and to make more money. Now, is it all about making money? No. My goal in life is to help as many people become all they're meant to be in this life, both in their relationships and in their leadership. I want them to transform their relationships so they can optimize their leadership so that together we can ignite the world and we can make this world a great place to live. Right now in our country, there's so much turmoil and so much fear and so much struggle. And I believe that transforming relationships and optimizing leadership is the way to ignite our world. That's my belief in the depth of my heart. But you know what? I need help. I cannot do this on my own. I'm not capable with my own skills. And so I need training and I need to be willing to pay for that training. I need other people to come alongside me, and I need to be willing to pay other people. Uh, my coach, <clears throat> Kerry Oberbrunner, um, has a par- business partner who he didn't have for years. Um, his name is David Branderhurst, and I've been saying for years, I need a David Branderhurst in my co- in my corner. And what David does is David multiplies what Kerry does well. Kerry does his work, and he's able to multiply other people's work, but Kerry is very good at what he does, and he does very much similar to what I do, which is why I follow him. But what I need is somebody who multiplies that effort like David does, and I need that help in my life. But in the meantime, I've got to learn some skills myself until I can afford to pay somebody. Now, Kerry was lucky. He had a guy at church named David who he met with, and he would buy him chicken wings every week to get advice from him until they built a business they were able to succeed in. And so if you'll look for those opportunities, you may find those opportunities in your life to pay someone in chicken wings until you can do more, but you got to be willing to pay something. You got to be willing to invest in the change. You've got to be willing to invest your time, your money in actual change. If you're not willing to put in the time, if you're not willing to put in the money, if you're not willing to learn and grow and admit you need help, you're never going to be the best you can be. To be the best you can be, you always have to be able to admit you need help, listen to input, and then pay for change. Pay people, pay uh, time, pay energy to gain change, to be changed, to be transformed, and to transform your life so that you can lead others well. This is why I do coaching. This is why I do speaking. I want to help other people to change. And it's why I pay for coaching and I pay for training because I want to be the best leader I can be as well. Listen, uh, to that end, hey, if you're looking for a coach, 
If you're looking for someone to help you as a life coach, as an executive coach, uh, maybe as a marriage coach, there are the three areas where I feel like my relationship skills can help you. Please let us know. Go to support at sevendailychoices.com and shoot me an email. That's support at sevendailychoices.com. Say, hey, I need a coach. You can also uh, go to sevendailychoices.com and there's a place where you can click coaching and you can sign up with me to get some coaching time. And um, we'll have a conversation and we'll talk through what you're going through and what you need. And at that moment, we will take the time to see if we're a good fit. If you and I are a good fit, then we can talk about doing more together. If we're not a good fit, then we'll both head our separate ways and you can go find somebody else who's going to be able to help you the way you need to get help. So if I'm not the best fit, we'll find one for you. But I would love to help you grow in your leadership ability right now as you continue to grow in your world. Also, if you know somebody who could use a coach in the relationship, in help transforming their relationships to optimize their leadership, I would encourage you, I would invite you, I would ask you, help me out. Send them my way. Let them know that I I am willing to help and I would love to help as many people as I can. You know, just so you know, I'm going to be the best coach for uh, young Christian men who are in leadership in their organizations, whether in management or directorship, that they're in that middle management road. That's where my best skills are found. But I have helped executives. I have helped elders. I have helped new business leaders. I've helped women. I've helped men. I've helped people of different races. I'm, I'm across the board. I'm willing to help anybody who needs it, is willing to have it. But if you'd like to be a part of what we're doing here and help us, and you know somebody who's needing a coach, if you could send them my way, I'd love to help them as well. Finally, we want to tell you this. If you have enjoyed these podcasts and you think we're getting somewhere, will you rate and review our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get this podcast so that uh, it will get out to more people and more people can see what we're doing. Share it on social media. Let other people know what's going on and what we're doing so that they too can grow in their ability to transform their relationships. We'll empower them as well. And because I believe that transformed relationships optimize leadership, and then that is the way to ignite our world. And so if you want to help us get that message out, just share this, rate, review. Hey, thanks again for listening. And never forget this. Life is a gift. Living is a choice. And living is measured in relationships. So choose relationship today.